0: Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name's John Thomas, and I'm your host for today. Let's begin by reading from Proverbs 16, verse 20. Whoever gives heed to instruction prospers. And blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. My wife will tell you, although I don't always admit it myself, that I can be a bit of a neat freak. I'm one of those everything has a place and everything should be in its place kind of people. Uh, Half of you are listening right now and you're air high fiving yourself because you're with me. You know, order and cleanliness, cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. You're with me, you're my people. The other half, you're about to switch off because you see me as one of those people. You like a little more uh, fluidity and you may not call yourself a messy person, but people like me make you nervous. And I know that that could be a bit of a problem for me. I remember one day uh, a friend came to visit me in my office uh, and he sat down at my couch and he proceeded to uh, eat his lunch lunch in front of me not a big deal that's okay I'm a social guy come come eat that's fantastic um but as he was eating his lunch the, the odor just got stronger and stronger and it wasn't like just some turkey sandwich I don't remember what it was but it was quite strong and when he was finished he got up and he threw the leftovers of a stinky lunch uh into my trash can and I was like dude <laughs> what are you doing and he looked at me like what do you mean this is trash and I said yeah but that's my trash can that's your trash take it somewhere else. Thank you very much. It makes sense, right? Some of you are with me, right? Don't put your trash in my trash can. Everything has a place and everything in its place. Well, at times I can allow kind of that narrow, rigid, and almost linear thinking uh, enter into the way that I read scripture. Not just the way that I read scripture, but even the ways that I attempt to live scripture out. And that can be tricky for me, especially uh, in passages like these. I mean, On the surface, uh, this is a almost linear, very clear passage. It has a if-then kind of flow to it. If you do this, then you will get this. You want to be blessed? Why, yes, I do. Thank you very much. Great. Then heed instruction and trust the Lord. Sounds simple enough. Black and white. I do my part. God does his part. I mean, it's right there. And while there is a lot of truth in that, uh, there's also a danger in in simplifying the truth of scripture. Both things are dangerous. We can overcomplicate the truth of scriptures, but we can also simplify the truth of scriptures. And we can come to the place where we don't move or we become paralyzed and we don't act. And both can be equally dangerous. Back to my neat freak problem. See, what my wife will also tell you is that my version of what is clean is actually pretty surfacey. <laughs> it's pretty linear. The house is clean as long as I can't see the mess. I don't care where the stuff goes. As long as we pick it up and put it somewhere in a closet, stuff it in the garage or in the kid's room, in the junk drawer, not that junk drawer, the other junk drawer, as long as we can't see it, then the job is done. The deep cleaning, you know, the scrubbing of toilets, the cleaning the shower, the organizing things instead of just throwing them away. Well, that's not really my spiritual gift. So I'll leave that to the work of others. (laughs) See, I have more of a prophetic gift when it comes to cleaning. See the mess, rebuke the mess, and cast the mess out, (laughs) and then just move on. When there's a deeper mess, uh, that's an issue, and sometimes those things can compile and start to become bigger and bigger until they're finally dealt with. And if we are not careful, that kind of narrow, immediate, give me the simple action now kind of way of living can distort us from the deep relational beauty of what it means to not just read scripture, but to allow it to read us. And as we allowed scripture to read us, it slowly transforms us, it shapes us, it heals every part of us. It's not as simplistic as an if-then contract, but no, we want the scripture to, to see us, to see the hidden parts of us, the false self, to allow the deep work of freedom, which Jesus longs for us to experience, to come through every aspect of our lives. See, Proverbs, Proverbs is not exactly a black and white book. Yes, it has wisdom for everyday life and, and wisdom that can be applied in every, every situation, but it's not overtly directional, meaning it's not do this and this will always happen. But no, rather Proverbs, like all of Scripture, seeks to instill in us a foundation of of, of values of God-placed wisdom that shape us into the kind of people that know how to use and discern the wisdom of God to navigate the complexities of life. Proverbs is not to be treated like Google. Hey, Google, I have a problem. Hey, Google, what do I do here? Hey, Google, give me the information. See, Google may give you everything that you need to know, but it won't tell you how to apply it. It won't give you the instructions of how to become a wise person. See, wisdom is a growing process. It's not an overnight download or an exam that we take and pass. See, wisdom shapes and develops Us from the inside out. God-centered wisdom is about shaping us into wise people. Why do we read scripture? Is it so that we can learn all the step-by-step life hacks of the blessed life? Or is it to reveal more and more the heart of the Father for us, all that He has done on our behalf through Jesus, which opens up the transformational power of the Holy Spirit to change, renew, and and restore us. See so we often talk about discipleship, and we have questions around, well, what is discipleship? How do you measure it? How do you know that you're growing in your discipleship? And I always fall back on the very profound uh, Dallas Willard and what he said and described as the definition of discipleship. He would say this: that discipleship is the process of becoming who Jesus would be if he were you. That discipleship is the series of allowing ourselves to be transformed so that we are discerning and wise and make decisions that reflect the decisions that Jesus would make if he were us. That's the blessed life. That's prosperity. That our character would be so refined that our every action would be a reflection of Jesus' heart in and through us. You know, that idea of blessing and blessedness is, is one that we really need to redeem as Jesus followers. It's one that is often too narrowly described. You know, all those hashtags, blessed life, you know, blessing, you know, whether you're the first in line to show up to DMV or maybe you're uh, besides a pool somewhere with a nice drink in your hand and social media, hashtag blessed, you know, those are all good and fine. But actually the idea and the biblical idea of blessing is so much more robust. You know, Keller uses the phrase in today's devotional of multidimensional flourishing, meaning that the type of blessing Scripture wants us to be aware of and experience is so much more than temporal, favorable circumstances that only we experience. No, blessing is when we allow the healing presence of Jesus to repair our hearts, to transform us, to heal us, and to shape us into the kind of people that not only carry his profound blessing— but that we express it for the sake of others. We are blessed to be a blessing. That we are blessed, that we are healed, that we are transformed in a way not just for us, but so that we can bless and serve others. We don't hoard the blessings in a secluded reservoir or, or cut it off ourselves by building a dam. But no, our very lives are meant to be like living waters from whom flow the blessings of Christ out of us for the sake of of others. See, Christ heals us relationally so that we can live in deep community with others. Christ restores us socially so that we can serve and be a part of the transformation of our societies. Keller says this, which I just love Salvation is not merely forgiveness and admission to heaven, it means life is healed slowly but surely in all of its dimensions. Meaning the idea of blessedness is not temporal. It's not just a a great circumstance that we come into understanding of. No, it's, it's a healing. It's a process in every area of life that we can experience now and that we will fully experience when we see Jesus face to face. And this is why we heed instruction. This is why we trust the Lord. Not just so that we can experience a temporal blessing for us in the here and now, Not just so that we can make it to heaven when we die. No, we heed instructions. We trust the Lord so that our character is transformed into the kind of people that don't just follow Jesus for our benefit, but we follow him so that we can showcase his healing in and through the songs of our lives. This is blessing. So where do you need to expand your view of what it means to be blessed? Where do you have too short a view of what it means to be blessed? Where are you putting your definition of blessing on temporal circumstances, just on your finance, your well-being, a favorable circumstances? Now, God cares about those things. He wants to be in those things. But where do you need to expand your view of what it means to be blessed? Where do you need to live out blessedness for the sake of others? Blessing is for us, but it's not just for us. We are blessed to be a blessing so that others would see the work of Jesus in and through our lives. Go in his peace today, knowing that you are loved and that you are blessed to be a blessing. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariners Church by downloading the Mariners app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariners Church. Till next time, have a great day.